Hare Krishna, welcome to our Sunday Bhagavatam class. I'm actually in Denver, Colorado, with some friends, some old friends, devotees. So um, today we're going to be starting with Bhagavatam 113.11. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So, first verse, 113.11. Abhinak Suradas Tata Bandava Krishna Devata Dhrstak Shuta Vajadavak Supuryang Sukamasate. So, this is um, Yudhisthira speaking to his very dear uncle Vidura who was also like a father to him because when Pandu passed away, Vidura really was like a father to the Pandavas, saved their lives different times by alerting them to conspiracies, uh, different assassination attempts by Duryodhana. So he's very, very dear to them. And Yudhisthira is now the emperor of the world, but still he's very, very humble. He he's very poignantly said to Vidura, when Vidura came back, Api Smarasina, do you remember us? I mean, he's the emperor of the world, so he's saying, do you remember us? So here, Api, Api in Sanskrit, uh, as the first word of a sentence, makes it an interrogative a question. Api Vandava Krishna So did you see our mutual friends, is the idea here, our dear friends, Tata, he called Tata is sort of an affectionate term of address in Sanskrit, which can be used between, I mean, parents can say it to children or younger people, older people. So Tata means like dear one. So so did you see our dear friends, our mutual friends, uh, Krishna Devata, who are devoted to Krishna Devata? Of course, Deva means a god or god and Ta means having the position of, so devata means, in a sense, your worshipable deity, the, the form of God that you worship is devata. And so, did you see our mutual friends, our relatives, Bandava, who have all accepted Krishna as their worshipable deity? So they're devotees, there's a devotee community, actually. And he says, Drishtad, did literally were they seen, meaning did you see them? And Sutava, or did you hear about them? Because Vidura has been away on pilgrimage. Did you see them? Did you happen to see them in your travels? Have you heard about them? You have to remember, I mean, news traveled a bit slowly back then. We are used to getting news feeds in real time so that, you know, something is happening. And as it's happening, the news is coming in. But this is a pre-industrial world. They have, they do have powers, other kinds of powers. But in terms of communication, we don't hear about people like commuting, uh, communicating telepathically. So uh, it took a while to get this news. So did did you see them? Have you heard about them? The Yadavas, uh, and are they living happily in their city? So Puriyam means in their city which of course is Dwarka. Are they living happily in their city? Those, these are very natural questions. And it is here. So, Ityukta, thus spoken to, thus addressed. 
Dharma Rajena by Dharma Raja, by Yudhisthira, thus addressed or thus spoken to by Dharma Raja. Uh, Sarvam Tat Samavarnayat, he related everything, or literally Sarvam Tat, all that. He, he related all that. He answered all the questions. Yatanu Bhutam, uh, as he experienced it, Anubhuta means uh, to, you know, to experience something yourself. So as he experienced it, krama in you know, step by step, krama is a step. So for example, uh, and so vikrama means a very wide step. So Krishna is called tri-vikrama, which in uh, Western Sanskrit is trivikram, but actually it's tri-vikrama, three great steps, That's a, or uru-krama. So krama means steps, but krama-shaha, uh, is how you say in Sanskrit, step by step, or sometimes they'll say krame, krame, like step by step. And so krama also means a, uh, a process, like a, a sequential process, like when Rupa Goswami is uh, describing Adoshadha, the different steps in developing bhakti. First, there's faith, the taksadu sangha, and then dissociate the devotees. And so he ends this statement by saying, Bhaved Kramaha, this is the process that you should accept. So krama can mean also a process, step by step. So here, Ityukto Dharma Rajena, thus addressed, thus spoken to by the Dharma king, uh, he related all that. He related everything, answered all the questions, Yatanu Bhutam, as he experienced it, Kramashaha, step by step. Bina, without, but except, he left something out, which was Yadu Kula Kshayam, the destruction of the Yadu Kula the Yadu family. It was too painful to relate that. So he just, he didn't have the heart to tell him that the Yadus were gone. So, Nanvapriyam Durvishahang Nanang Saimupastitam Navedayat Sakarunau Dukitan Drashtum Akshamak. So, Akshamak means he was unable, Drashtum, to see Dukitan, to see. Uh, the Panda was thrown into misery, thrown into grief. He was, he was just, he couldn't bear to see them suffering as he knew they would suffer when they heard this news. So, uh, so na avediyat, he did not relate. He did not relate apriyam, the displeasing, that which would not be pleasing, durvishaham, which is hard to bear, nanang, but which comes upon human beings by itself. And so he did not relate that. Sa karuno. Karuna means mercy. So sa karuno means he was merciful. Literally, he had mercy. He had mercy, and therefore he did not relate this because he could not bear to see the dear Pandavas suffer as he knew they would. Plus, he knew that they would all, they would definitely get the news. I mean, you know, he was a king, he had spies everywhere, he had ambassadors everywhere, and he obviously was going to find out about this. So, Kanchit Kala Matavatsi. So, he lived there. He dwelled there for some time, Kanchit Kala. Satkrito Deva Vatsukam. He lived there very happily. Satkrito, honored like a god. Satkritaha means honored. Deva Vat, like a god. He was honored like a god. He lived there happily for some time. He wanted to do good to his eldest brother. 
he had two brothers, Vidur, of course, Pandu had passed away, but Shreyaskrit, because to do good to his eldest brother, he stayed there for some time, and Sarvesham to everyone, Sukhamavahan, bringing happiness. So he was pleasing everyone, he was bringing happiness to everyone, and he stayed for some time to do good to his eldest brother. So the next verse is um, 15, Abhibhrat Aryamad Dandam Yatavit Agakarisu. So, um, Yavid Dara Sudratung Sapat Varsashatung Jamaha. So, Yamaraj, Yamaraj was cursed because he gave a sort of a draconian punishment to a sage, uh, Animandavya, I think his name was, because when that sage was a child, he had taken like a, a not straw, but like, like, like uh, something like straw, but something which is very hard, and, and he'd pierced the tail of a bird or something as a child playing, so therefore he received the punishment of being impaled on a lance on a false charge when he was an adult, when he was a sage. And so he was outraged and he cursed Yamaraj that you've given me this inappropriately severe punishment. So he cursed him to become a Sudra. And as we know, after uh, Ambika uh, had a son with uh, Vyasa, who was born blind, Dhritarashtra, and then um, Ambalika, the youngest of the three Kashi princesses, had a, a son from Vyastev who was uh, Pandu. And then it, it was the turn again of uh, um, Ambika, but she couldn't bear to do it. She just, you know, emotionally, she just couldn't do it. And so she sent a beautiful maidservant dressed her up in her clothes and everything. And this maidservant was actually the nicest. She actually is the one that really honored the ass and really treated him with all the proper etiquette. And, and so therefore, uh, Vyas gave her a son who was considered to be not really a sudra because it was a mixed combination reproduction, but Yudhisthira because his, I mean, uh, Vidura's mother was a sudra technically, although she was a very good woman. And so, uh, so therefore, it said it. It says here that Yavid, as long as Dadara Shudratam, as as long as Yama, who took birth as as uh, Vidura, as long as he was maintaining this Shudratam, this Sudra position, like I said, not not simply a Sudra because his father was the greatest sage, Shapat, because of that curse. Varsha Shatang for a hundred years he had to maintain this curse. So Yama. So he's actually Yamaraj. But uh so while he was doing that, he was obviously off the job. I mean, he was cursed, he was on earth, so he couldn't do his job as Yama. And so Abhibrad Aryama Dandam. So Aryama, who was an assistant to Yamaraj, he literally carried the danda, carried the stick. In other words, he meted out, he gave the punishment to everyone when Yama himself was on earth as Vidura. So that's verse 15. Then verse 16, Yudhisthira loved the Rajo. So Yudhisthira, having obtained his kingdom, 
Yudhisthiro Labdarajo, Dristwa Potram Kulandharam. And having seen his grandson, who was Parikshit, Kulandharam, capable of sustaining the family. So with his brothers who were Lokapala of Ayur, who had all the appearance of the cosmic rulers, they were like, they were literally like gods on earth. So Bratarvir, Lokapala Vair, Mumude Parayashriya, he enjoyed with the greatest good fortune, opulence, and so on. And also it was a great consolation knowing that his grandson would sustain the dynasty. So even that happiness was there. So Evam Grheshu Saktanang Pramatanang Tarihaya. So for those who were thus attached in domestic life, evam grahishu saktanam, pramatanam, and of course bewildered because it is attachment is bewildering, or it it or actually pramatta can also mean here distracted, distracted. Actually, I think I'll just go for just quickly one second because it's a very important word here and uh what the sanskrit dictionary actually comes from the root mud m-a-d which is our word mad same word in english uh so pramatta in sanskrit means excited uh or, or attachment mad insane inattentive i think this is really the sense in this verse, inattentive, careless, heedless, negligent, forgetful. In other words, forgetting one's own mortality. So uh, for those who by such activities of domestic life have become careless or negligent or forgotten their own mortality and who are thus attached in all the affairs of domestic life, atiyakramat avigyata kalak, kalak, which is paramadustara, supremely hard to overcome. Paramadustara, tara means crossing. Oops. Tara means crossing, and dustara means hard to cross, insurmountable. And so paramadustara is like supremely difficult to get to avoid time itself. And so abhigyata, unrecognized. In other words, they weren't really noticing how time was creeping up on them and ending their lives. So atyakramat, but time literally began to overcome them, began to um, atyakramat, surpass. Prabhupada says in his, in his translation of this verse, insurmountable eternal time imperceptibly overcomes. Atyakramat means overcome. Those who are insanely attached to family affairs and are always engrossed in their thought. I mean, of course, the Pandavas are pure devotees, but still, they were playing that part of being absorbed in all these domestic affairs. Vidura, Taravi Pratya. And so, but Vidura was very sober. He was older and he wasn't you know, infatuated by any of these things. And so, recognizing all this, Dhritarashtra Mavashatam, he said to Dhritarashtra, and even the previous verses are especially about Dhritarashtra, Rajan, O king, it's very interesting. And there's a certain etiquette there. Even though Yudhisthira is now the king and Dhritarashtra 
has been humiliated. All his sons were killed, but still he calls him king. Rajan, nirgamyatam shigram, like get out quickly, leave. And this is a very interesting grammatical form in Sanskrit. It's a passive imperative. So in, in Sanskrit, there's a sort of a polite way of, of, of giving a direct order. So he didn't say nirgacha, like get out, go out, leave. He said nirgamyatam, which literally means let it be, let it be departed. Like for example, in Sanskrit, if you're telling someone eat, you know, if you just say eat, it's a little gross. So they'll say bujatam, literally let it be eaten. Or asyatam, let it be sat. Like don't they don't say sit down. I mean, sometimes they say it in other contexts, but if they're being polite, rather than saying sit down, they'll say asyatam, let it be sat. And and so I mean, obviously in English it doesn't sound as good as in Sanskrit. Sanskrit sounds much more natural. But here, here Vidura, he's giving a direct command to his eldest brother, but he's doing it in this polite, passive imperative. Let it be gone. Let it be departed. So Raja Nirgamyatam Shigram, quickly. Pashyedam, look at this. Now he gives a direct command. Pasha. Pasha is, is a direct command. See this. Bhayamagatam, see this danger which has come. Idam Bhayamagatam, literally see this danger which has come. So he's telling him, you need to get out. You need to, you need to really get into your spiritual practice right now, because uh, you need you need to do it right now. You need to do it quickly. Just see, look at this danger that's come. You're going to die. You're going to die without real understanding. So, pratikriya, literally counteraction. Pratikriya, counteraction. He calls him Prabhu. He says, Prabhu, the vocative in Sanskrit, if you're actually addressing the person, it's Prabhu. Uh, Prabhu, which, uh, so he said that um, of this, for this danger of, of time, death, no, there's no counteraction. There's no, you, you can't solve this. You can't fix this. There's no counteraction for this. Pratikriyana jasyeha iha in this world, kutascha by any means, karhichit ever, Prabhu. Because Saisha Bhagavan, because time is the Lord Himself. Time is the Saisha Bhagavan Kala. Time is the Lord Himself. As Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Kalos me. Time I am. Sarve Shang Nak Samagata. And that time has come now for all of us. So this is very, these are very sobering words. Time is the Lord Himself, and He has come now for all of us. So Jaina Chaiva Vipanno Yang Pranai Priyatam Ayrapi. Very nice, poetic, beautiful poetic Sanskrit. It's uh, one word I want to give you a little more uh, detail on. So Abhipanna. Abhipanna is, the, is the, from the word pad to go, like pada means the foot. Because that's that's how you go with your foot. 
And so avipanna means like something which has overcome you, which has overpowered you or seized you. So here in this verse, it said, yena chaiva avipanna yang, that we have been overtaken. We have been overtaken by this time and uh, with our very lives, which are most dear to us. You know, that which is most dear to us is our own lives. And everything which is most dear to us, including our own lives, is now is going to be overtaken. We're going to lose all that. And Janak said, because a person can suddenly be just separated from this. Vyujeta, a person can just suddenly be be cut off from this. What to speak, Kimuta, of, of losing other things like wealth. If you're going to lose your own life, which is most dear to you, uh, not to speak of losing your money, your wealth, your position. And so, uh, so people you know, are just suddenly overtaken by this power of death, which of course we know is very true. Everyone knows that. So I'll just do one more verse and we see if there's any questions. Peter, Prater, Surit, Putra, Hataste, Vigatang, Vayam. So uh, your elders, your fathers, your brothers, your well-wishers, your sons have been killed. And uh, your vayam means sort of like your youth or sort of that time in life when you can still be really active and do lots of things. And he said, that that age is gone for you. Atma chajariya grasta. And you have, and, and yourself, you've been, or the body, you have been seized by old age. And your dwelling in somebody else's home. In other words, there's no dignity. You're not even living in, in your own house because you're not the, you're not really in charge anymore. You're living in somebody else's house, which is not very dignified. So then, Vidura, uh, uh, the next verse is going to describe the physical health problems of Dhritarashtra. So I'll stop there. So, so Vidur, he came and he's being honored and he's treating everyone with love and everyone loves him. But ultimately, he wants to save his eldest brother. So that is what is going on here. See if there's any questions. Perfect. Okay. Um, let me see if there's any questions here. Thank you all for listening. So we trust that karma 
is this perfectly fair system. In this story, Yamaraj made a mistake. Was this mistake an arrangement for the sake of bringing him to earth? Based on this pastime, how can we trust our punishments will always be fair? That's a very good question. That's a very good question. Um, of course, one could say that ultimately the sage did deserve the punishment he got. It wasn't that Krishna allowed someone to be unfairly punished because uh, so because there are two levels of punishment. One is uh, sort of, I want to say human. Of course, Yamaraj is not a human. But um, one is on the level of our justice. You could say jiva justice. And the other level is God. So on the level of jiva justice, the justice of that one soul or one soul punishing another soul or rewarding another soul on that level, this is Nandalila's question. On that level, um, you could say it wasn't fair. There's a higher justice, which is that Krishna is supervising everything. So on that level, it was fair. And since we are concerned with Krishna, uh, we are confident in justice. And then Vidura being, uh, or Yama being cursed and taking birth as Vidura, that was obviously Krishna's plan. So Shakuntala, does that make Vidura Yudhisthira's actual father? <laughs> yeah, it's a very good point. I've thought about that myself many times. And how did he do it as he was already Vidura? Very good questions. Um... He could do it by the power of the uh, Durvasa. Uh, Durvasa Muni gave Kunti the power to call a god. So, for example, uh, let's say uh, in a government, let's say in a government that they're in the government bureaucracy that one person, uh, let's say someone in a particular position in that bureaucracy uh, punishes another person in the bureaucracy saying that, okay, you're going to be suspended from your position for a while. Meanwhile, if someone in, in a higher position above both of them calls for the suspended person, then of course the suspended person has to go. So, the power of Durvasa's curse uh, was sufficient so that when Yama was called, he had to go. And so it's just sort of like time out for his curse, and he had to then go and give the child, Yudhisthira, to Kunti. But yes, in a sense, that does make uh, Vidura Yudhisthira's actual father. That's a very good point. Uh, just like the sage Parashara is the real father of Vyasa. So, uh, let's see, Jagatpalana, how can time be eternal if Prabhupada says that in the spiritual world time is conspicuous by its absence? Uh, something can be eternal, but 
in two ways time is not like time in the spiritual world. In one way, because it manifests and then doesn't manifest. When the universes are withdrawn, time is no longer manifest. And when Krishna again desires to create and glances upon the pradana, the total material energy, it said that glance is time. So time is again set into motion within the material world. Because without time, nothing can happen. Because everything that happens, happens in time. So if there's no time, nothing happens. So time is manifest, material time is manifest and unmanifest. Whereas in the spiritual world, it's always, I mean, it's not, we don't call it spiritual time, but there's always eternal time. Another way in which time in this world is different, as Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita chapter 11, Kalos me lokakshaya krit the time I am destroyer of the world. So time in this world ultimately destroys everything. And of course also allows other things to arise. But in the spiritual world, time does not destroy anything. So those are two ways in which time in this world is different. So uh, where is uh, let's word like, where is personally involved if this is Krishna's pastime? What choice have the individuals involved? Uh, because it is our desire to take part in Krishna Leela, and Krishna puts devotees into his pastimes exactly according to their natures and their wishes or whatever, but so. Uh, the fact that Krishna places us in a certain pastime in a particular role that he's obviously reciprocating with us. So uh, you mentioned what I heard as an identity point, namely that Krishna is time. My question is, in Srimad Bhagavatam 3.26.25, it is stated that the threefold ahankara is known by the name of Sankarshana, who is directly Lord Ananta with a thousand heads. Does this mean that Ahankar is somehow Lord Ananta? If not an identity verse, how might I understand this? Uh, yeah, this, uh, it's not, no, Lord Ananta is not false ego. Just as when Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, for example, of animals, I'm the lion, it doesn't mean that every lion is actually Krishna. It just means that it's a manifestation. And as I explained in the Gita guide, uh, when Krishna says of, of you know of bodies of water, I am the ocean, or whatever, when he's identifying with these things, it's in the sense that these are his vibhutis, that they are expansions of his glory. And that's what Arjuna understands at the end of chapter 10, actually uh, at chapter 10, our, uh, Krishna says to Arjuna, Jaja vibhuti matsatva, whatever existence you find, which is vibhuti, which has special opulence or glory, it arises from a spark of my splendor. So these things are a spark of Krishna's splendor, the, the false ego, which ultimately has its own, it's very impressive because it's this ingenious creation which allows conditioned souls to work through their conditioning. So, but it's not directly Krishna or Nanta, which is a form of Krishna. Do we know the mechanics involved when a pure devotee purifies the location simply by their presence? Well, <laughs> the mechanics. Well, for one thing, 
um, Krishna is present there. I mean, Krishna's present everywhere, but because he's reciprocating with a devoted soul, Krishna's presence is even stronger or more manifest there, and therefore benefits the people who happen to be there and perceive that enhanced uh, visibility or perceptibility of Krishna. So um, I think that's it. Okay, as usual, I missed some questions. So this time I caught them. Uh, let's see. Oh, Leela Carr. In relation to verse 17, it's not an impossibility that someone prefers to go on with their material life instead of having faith in Lord Chaitanya. Yes, but it's also not an, but, but to do that means someone is just not paying attention. How can one develop more faith in Lord Krishna's protection, even if from a material point of view, it may not make sense. Well, I think it, it, it that may not make sense. It makes sense from every point of view. So uh, if someone is simply as intelligent and thinks about things, then they will see that in every place of my self-interest to surrender to Krishna. That's what Prahlad Maharaj says, Natevidur Sartagatengi Vishnu. Because people are bewildered, they don't understand their real self-interest is Krishna. Uh, so the importance of leaving home, translating in Portuguese, the importance of leaving home is the same as going to a Vana Prasta Ashram or uh, later to a Sanyas Ashram. Yes, it's understood that when you leave home, it's because you're going somewhere that's going to help you spiritually. It's not just because if you leave home, you have to be, you have to go somewhere. And so you go somewhere where you can make spiritual advancement. So thank you all again. And uh, hopefully we'll be together next Sunday. Hare Krishna.